Hello. Hi. Hi. We're going to take this ad break to tell you about our Patreon. Yay. Oh, wow. It is now affordable. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, five bucks, baby. Yeah, five bucks. Uh, is the, it's our highest tier. And with that, you get a bonus episode. Yes. Yeah. We talk, yes. About, talk about Digimon. We yeah. talk about cats. We yeah. talk about Frozen. It's anything we want to talk about that's not Riverdale. We might talk about Witcher, baby. We're going to be rude about it. Yeah. We're going to be rude. You know Uh, us. We're rude as fuck. Also, a $3 tier where we can just shout you out on the podcast. So if you have a birthday coming up, if you love somebody very much and you're like, hey, can you, uh, they love rude dudes. Can you shout us out? We will. If you hate somebody, why not? I'll fucking talk about how much I hate somebody. Oh, we love fucking shit talking. And then also we have a $1 tier, which is just for anybody who wants to uh, contribute every month uh, to us. Uh, Every dollar counts. So if you want to go to patreon.com slash Riverdale Road Dudes. Uh, pick your tier. Pick anything. Uh, we love you either way, and you'll get hear from us, and we'll love you. Yeah, spare a coin to your Rude Dudes. Yes. Oh, Valley of Plenty. <laughs> oh, Valley of Plenty. Yes. But the fact that they had those uh, like April Fool's videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <gasps> that was my favorite. Oh, it was so good. The April Fool's videos. But I, I loved uh, Claire's It's Alive. Yeah, she was just like, I'm holding babies, and I'm making crepes. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's like, oh my god! If every day was this fun, I'd come into work every day. <laughs> All right? Like, do they just have Brad there as like clearly comic relief? Like, he's probably like, oh, yeah. is he a chef? Like, Brad's just he, fun. Brad can even cook. Like, there's these questions that Poor always just Brad sort of right float. Now. Like, man, he's just stuck with his kids. <laughs> oh, Brad looks like he's going insane. It's very funny. Maybe he loves that, but I don't know. Not me. I know, compared to Chris Morocco, who you can tell loves his kids. Uh, Maybe he loves his kids. I don't know. <laughs> What's up, Rude Dudes? Welcome to the Riverdale Rude Dudes podcast, a podcast dedicated to everything Riverdale. <laughs> My name's Chris, and I'm a cast iron pan. <laughs> Uh, my name's Candace, and I'm just two boys who are best friends and lovers, question mark. <laughs> uh, my name's Bridget, and this is my warrior board. I like to see myself out of this quarantine and thriving and surviving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so what's up, everybody? We're still in quarantine, but we're still trying to make episodes. Sure are. We're doing a little bit of a test today, so we're all in our own bunkers on Skype. And uh, recording into our own microphones. We're in a sex bunker. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> we're in our own little sex bunkers. Um, so yeah, uh, this we're doing season three, episode seven, "Man in Black," and ugh, it's like shocked that they, what a fun episode. Were were they not sued? Like I'm pretty sure. Well, "Man in Black" is like well, maybe it's "Men in Black" is what's trademarked. Yeah, I think that's it's "Men in Black." M E N. This is "Man in Black." This is one man. Singular man. Here comes the man in black. Here man comes in the man in black. Okay, now we're going to get sued. I just wish Will Smith was the man in black, because, like, I don't know. I know. Like, why did it? I know. It's very we funny to, like, think Hyrule that we don't watches. know it, though. It doesn't like, make any sense. Know I know. <laughs> doesn't even wear, like, a fun hat or anything. All right? No, just, no like... fun hat from the man in black. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least wear, like, a fun fedora. Yeah. Like yeah, if he wore like a big like fun fedora that uh-huh. made him look more mysterioso, and then it, and you're like, oh my goodness, who's this man? Yeah. And you're like, who this man in black? In I black. really wish it was Will Smith. I know, but Will Smith isn't gonna give drugs to kids, so we'll never see that. No, because he's no, it's he's not gonna do that. No. That would ruin everything he stands for. Really, that would ruin Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, is Will Smith a Scientologist? Yes. Hey, what? Jennifer oh, Smith are no. big-time Scientologists. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Dear. I hate this. You guys didn't know that? Whoa. No. No. Hollywood, man. Sorry, Hollywood. guys. That's messed. Uh, I ruined it for you. <laughs> I know. Well, let's get started with this. But this is a, a fun episode because we get, like, it's kind of like that uh, Riverdale episode in season two with, like, the three separate storylines. Yes. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. So we start off uh, with Jughead and Archie on the open road. Walking north to Canada, just running from Hiram. I love how Jughead's just like taking photos of everything just to like document everything. Because he believes that this is all a part of a bigger thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. You know, Scientology. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Scientology. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so Jughead makes a call to Betty on a payphone, and Archie's just like, You should go back and be with Betty. And Jughead's like, Oh, Betty's going to be fine. 
She's killed bad men. Yeah. You, on the other hand, are a dumb little fucking idiot. Yeah, you've never killed yeah. one man. So yeah. Here we go. You know how we play Mario Party and we make you Princess Peach every time? That is why. Yes. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> you are our Princess Peach, Archie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they have a little fight and Archie wants to just rest somewhere and they find a farm. Yeah. Which is like a spooky yeah. farm. And then Jughead's like, I don't want to stay there. This seemed crazy. And Archie's like, come on. I just want to see the little pigs. Jughead's like, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and he's like, "It's stop calling my dick that, Archie. And then they go. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they? Does he think they have teacup pigs? <laughs> oh, Archie. Oh, Archie. Yeah, but then a little girl pulls a shotgun on them because they're of trespassing. Course. And then uh, yeah. the woman comes out and she's like, who are you? And the two stupidest, <laughs> Cal and Biff. <laughs> yes, right? What names, Biff? Uh, <laughs> what names? But that woman doesn't like liars. Then Archie lies some more and she believes them. I love also their names. Their names are Lori Lake and Gracie. And I'm like, okay. But yeah, so then they cut to Archie uh, just shoveling stew into his little mouth. And Archie's like, where are all the other farmers? Kristen's like, all the men work while all the women take care of the house. That's the woman's role. That's what women do. Men go off to work. And Archie's like, yes, good, right, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and then or Laurie asks them if they want to stay the night in search for farm work. And Archie's just like, we'd love to. But then Jug's like, I hate this place. It's too creepy. Even for me, the king of creep. And Archie's like, um, they're hot. So this is fine. And the meanwhile, Jug it's like the other girl is 12 archie he's like hot hot i can't deny it um but yeah but then Lori comes in with some more blankets also Lori lake looks like a 25 year old like she doesn't look like a teenager <laughs> like she's much older she looks 112 yeah then Lori comes in with some more blankets and they're both like okay no distractions and then we immediately cut to a distraction, which is Archie doing farm work with his shirt off. And Jughead comes out and he's like, oh, you missed eggs and bacon. It was so good. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to go to town and take pics like they planned. And Archie's like, no, you go. I'm having fun oh. moving hay. I love hay. I just find the funniest part about this is Jughead's like, oh, my God, I love you, but you're an idiot. Is this what Ron had to deal with? Yeah, and then Jughead goes to the dis deserted town and finds G and G symbols everywhere. And then he finds an old woman who's just dead eyed and he's like, what happened? And she's like, this town, it's drug city USA. These symbols came with the fizzle rocks. And Jughead's like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, then we cut to Archie getting a little shave from Lori, which is crazy. I know, right? Lori loves shaving. He has no facial hair. <laughs> he doesn't have any facial hair. Lori just loves shaving. Also, you think if you're going to be on the run, you would want to, like, grow a beard, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, well, also, like, aren't you supposed to be looking different, you fucking weirdo? What a lunatic. I know, he's crazy. But I also love that, like, Lori's just like, I used to do this all the time for my brothers. They're nice and fun. Like, <laughs> ew, like, what the fuck? Like, what a crazy you get person. You on top of them? You're yeah. a creep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Archie's like, sounds normal to me. Did I ever tell you my first love was my cello teacher? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but of all, Archie's just like, yeah, I might stay here for a little while. I love being on a farm. I know. Farms are home to me. Farms are tight. Yeah. <laughs> this guy loves it. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and then she goes in for a kiss, and he's like, uh... I don't. I, know. I like pigs, not women. I don't. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. So unless you got a little oinker down there, I'm not interested. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. That would even be a thought. <laughs> oh, but the worst part is he just is immediately like, oh, also my name is uh Archie Andrews. Uh, I know. Like oh, I know. Way to like fucking face, Bill. Sorry. Stop playing all your cards, you teens. Like, you gotta stop. Just stop. Just stop. It's time to stop. It's I just like, I know you're trying to it. make out with me, and I don't know what to do, because I broke off my girlfriend over the phone. Yeah. Like a dick. Yeah. At first, I texted her, you up? And then she said yes, and I was like, you gone. <laughs> 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 oh, 
no. Meanwhile, Laurie's like, I, I will kill you at dawn. That's what I must do. For yes. all the female for kind. All of the yes. female kind. You yes. gotta die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But speaking of yeah. female kind, Jughead goes to take more picks and finds a G and G cake mural in town and then finds some local teens yes. just playing G and G and munching on some casual I drugs. Know. Like munching on drugs. Oh, I, my favorite part is him like humble bragging. He's like, oh, you girls play? I'm like almost a level four. And these girls are like, we've been playing since we were small children. So like, I'm like a Death Star Stalker level 12. <laughs> and my sister here is like a midnight ranger of the ethereal realm. And is at like level 20. Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck these kids. Fuck these them kids. as much as fuck Jughead. <laughs> but oh, yeah. wait a minute. If Ender Bear is Riverdale, I forget what it's called. <laughs> it Ender Bear. Here? It's because the man in black gave them all G and G. Yeah. Wait, so are they now are there games that they're playing in Springfield controlling what's happening in Elder Bear? No, but I will Jughead asks where all the men are, and all it's like they're all building prisons and making drugs. I don't know. Like that's so casual yeah. to them. <laughs> And then he asks them about yeah. Lori, and he's just, and they're just like, "Oh, Lori's fucking crazy, even for us." And we do G and G and eat fizzle rocks all day. That's all we do. <laughs> she's nuts. We're crackheads, and we think she's the one that's weird. We're on hot. We're so high, and she's fucking a, such a freak, man. She lures men in, shaves them. <laughs> anyway, thanks for telling. <laughs> they start describing how many men she's shaved. Yeah. See, she's never the same since she saw Sweeney Todd on Broadway in 1998. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> was it's like we got the song of Laurie Lake. No! <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait for the inevitable song that like uh, <laughs> where <laughs> Jughead starts singing about making pies. It's oh, yeah. pretty great. Yes. So then we cut to yeah Lori made Archie a bunch of eggs and he just fucking loves those little eggs she just empties a whole yeah, pan yeah, yum, yum, off yum, yum, yum. onto the eggs and it was wild and then as he's eating those little sticky little eggs she just bashes him <laughs> over the head with a cast iron which yeah, would have yeah. killed him honestly this was not what I expected for Tangle 2 but I'll ah! take it also, though, like, aren't we are we really surprised? Oh, none of us are surprised. Mm -mm. The only real surprise I had is when Archie immediately spilled his guts to her, being like, I'm Archie Andrews and I'm in love with Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even surprising to me. That's not shocking at all. That's a normal thing he would do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. He's so trusting. When will they beat the trust out of him? Does it, is it the bear? Is it the bear that finally does it? Maybe, yeah. And then Jughead sneaks him back onto the farm just to warn Archie, but he's too late because he finds the man in black. Hiram has appeared. Here and he wants to see the boys. The man in black. Yeah. Man then, in black. <laughs> Jughead also runs in and Archie's just tied up and Archie's like, wait, what happened? And then Jughead fills him in on all of the exposition. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh. dude, just what? All oh, the men are gone. It's like a weird, like, Circe kind of situation. Do you ever, <laughs> you know, read that myth? It's like, we're going to be pigs soon, dude. We got to go. I know. Like, yeah. But also, I love how Archie's just like, no, let's kill him. And then just starts finding yeah. whatever he can to be a weapon. And Jughead's like, stop it. <laughs> I really love that he's, like, really into stabbing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I like, I really I'm just like, like that. into it. <laughs> no, I like how he like pulls out shears and it's just like, these will do. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Clip his head off? They're rusty shears. I just think he should have done it. He could have. He could have easily done it. Yeah, but that little puss, I don't know. He never yeah. does what he's supposed to do. He's not a killer. Yeah. Except for when he kills a man in season four. Like when he punches a man <laughs> to death. Did he kill Dodger? I'm not sure. Not really, no. He just beat, him, the, he just beat him up a lot. Dodger? I'm still not sure. But I do know that Jughead would kill if he had the chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did barely needed any tilting, really. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, but then Jughead's is like, let's just run, man. And so they run away. But it turns out Lori's dad and brother have a huge debt to Hiram and it'll be paid with Archie. Yeah. yeah. But then he opens the farm to find it empty. And he's like, where are those boys? <laughs> Jughead where Jones! Jughead Jones! Those <laughs> yeah. boys! Uh, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know what? Too late. A little too late for us to like care about creepo beepo uh, Lori Lake, okay? Like, I know. She's such a fucking weirdo. I know. Also, she's just like, I just promised, I promised you to hire him because he has my dad and brother. Like, what? 
<laughs> but I feel like she didn't really need an explanation for like why she had them in her possession. I feel like she just could have been like a person who lives in this town who's under Hiram's influence. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but Jughead hit the open road again and uh, Jughead's like, yeah. Hiram's insane. He really needs to stop chasing teenagers. <laughs> and Archie's like, tell me about it. I'm almost surprised they didn't edit it with like, you know what I mean? Like the like the star wipe. Because mm. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Star Just a wipe. full star wipe on this highly produced show. Uh, yeah, but the Jughead's like, we need a Psy Master. Time for some Gladys Jones. Yeah, yeah. I know somebody who has size. Yeah. <laughs> My mom. Mm-hmm. My mommy. Yeah, what? now we cut to Ron's backstory, and she packs her bags to leave the Penbrook forever. Hermione's like, you can't follow Archie. He's too far gone. And she's like, oh, I don't need men, but you murdered Manetta, and I don't feel safe here anymore. And Hermione's just like- I don't need like, to be near you, because you're a murderer. <laughs> I know. But Hermione's like, what? Me? I didn't kill. And Ron's just like, yeah, you're all fucking killed. You're all fucking killed. I'm leaving. She hasn't fucking killed him yet. Not yet. <laughs> Above like, uh, as Ron's leaving, she's like, wait, but you can come with me. And Hermione's like, I can't. You know, your father will actually kill me. And she's like, you know what? Whatever, coward. You win. Archie and I are not together. I'm gone. I really love that she's like, okay, well, you're a fucking coward. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Then Ron heads into Labanwi and goes to live there, I guess. Because she's a teen and can't afford to stay anywhere else but the business she owns. That's where she Also, stays. it's a 24-hour restaurant. How did she sleep over without anyone noticing? She couldn't anywhere. Yeah, but then she wakes up the next morning and goes into Pops. And Pops is like, oh, what'd you get here? And he's like, you know what they say about the bird and the worm and the bees and whatever. You know sure. what they say about the... Bird is the worm. Bird is the worm. And then she just starts singing that. It's like a full... That's the song of the episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just do a Vixen's number that's just the bird is the word. <laughs> I would be so fucking angry. I would be, I would lose my mind. I would be glad, I'd be happy, I'd be satisfied, and I would be like, more Muppets on the show. Yes. I mean, Cheryl is already yes. painted like a Muppet. So I know. Like, I'm just already yeah. like so scared for the next episode. I don't need any more fear in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but then we cut to Ron gazing over her establishment. And uh, Reggie's like, oh, are you bummed out, Ron? And Ron's depressed that business isn't booming. And she's like, yeah, all we do is serve like soda to kids who fucked or are fucked up on Fizzle Rocks and G&G. And Reggie's, Reggie's like, come on, we're steady. It's fine. And Ron's like, I want money. Mm, give me money. Honestly, though, like, so this is like the craziest thing. So you, your speakeasy only attracts people who like to play board games and, you know, do substances. Why not transfer the speakeasy into a board game cafe? I know. You still have music. That's like, she's such an idiot. Much smarter to do than this. <laughs> like, Especially with everyone going crazy about G&G. And if you really wanted to stick it to your mom, you'd be like, well, I just posted a G&G cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do is turn it into a little G&G cafe and then it's legit and all the teens would flock to you. Yeah. She's and then, an asshole. She I don't is. Know if she you guys better. I don't know. Or just really dumb. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, I, I have like a lot of qualms with this part of the episode and it makes me realize one of the underlining problems with Ron as a character is that problem is, is they never give, you know, Betty's got all these fun skills. You know what I mean? She can break, she can hotwire a car. She can pretty much unlock any lock. Like she's got fucking Olohomora just in her back pocket. But, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. you know, and Betty's, and she's a detective and she's got all this fun stuff. I feel like Ron doesn't have any skills. Like she, I, I wish they kind of gave her things to do, like skills that she could just pull out to help. Like, I I feel like what should have been like the solution of this episode. I mean, besides her daddy, you know, helping her, it would have made more sense that no, she's the daughter of a mob boss. Of course, she knows how to count cards like it would. That would make like way more sense. Like these are the skills she has to help herself in a bad situation. I agree. I think it'd be really good if they did that. I think it's like kind of stupid that they make her have the same storyline essentially for four seasons. And then they're like, why are you guys mad about Ron? It's like, um, because you give her nothing. Yeah. All she all she has is her, like, mob ties. And that's why she goes to Elio to, like, start a casino night. Yeah. 
But also love how Ron's like, I'll give you 10%. He's like, 50! I want half! I, and you're like, no. I know, this fucking guy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're like, who, what? What is going on? Why, who do you think she is? Like, <laughs> I know. Why are you like this, Elio? dumbass. Yeah, and then Ron's like, I'll give you 25%, you idiot. And then Elio's like, all right. But remember, all these mob bosses have sons. She's the only daughter for some reason. Yeah. Um, and so all these mob boss boys are like, what? <laughs> a girl. <laughs> Gross. What do you mean you want to run a business and be a girl? Weird. I heard ovaries don't allow you to make good business decisions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they just keep going on. You know, I've been here and I met women. And I don't think they know how to run businesses. Yeah. What's this haggling you're saying? 10%? No one has given me that much before. <laughs> <laughs> <It> keeps going. <laughs> No. And there's just like one moment where she's like, oh my God, Elio's stupider than Reggie. How is this possible? Yeah. And then Ron reveals that she got a second mortgage against Pops, and Elio's like, all right, risky business. I'm in. Oh my God. Immediately tears off his pants. He's got like this white socks on in the underwear, and he starts dancing. And she's like, oh God, he's been waiting all day for this. <laughs> <laughs> he's been waiting for this moment to do risky business. I know, but also Ron's just like, okay. Don't tell anybody. And you know exactly who I don't want you to tell, so don't tell anybody, specifically him. And then, who knows? Hiram. Why? Because he told her, you know, the one person she didn't want to know, which is wild. Mm. Yeah, then he, he order, walks in, he orders, like, can I get a cafe con leche? And Ron just pours him drip coffee. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> like, But also... I'm like, there's no way Hiram drinks cafe con leche. You know how much sugar's in that? And that man, I know. no sugar touches his body. That, no, man, that man has never had refined sugar in his life. That man Absolutely has not. refined sugar in balsamic vinegar and his salads. Yeah, <laughs> aged, aged balsamic vinegar. It's the only way. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But then she's like, you know, you shouldn't have gone to Elio. He's a big cheater. And Ron's like, I don't give a fuck. I know Hiram's also just like, wait, are you? mad at me and it's like what gave that away i don't know maybe the fact that you try to murder my boyfriend on the regular like of course i'm fucking mad yeah. at you another huge criticism of the ron story arc and i feel like i mean as much as it's fun to have an evil daddy we've had a couple of bad daddies at this point i feel like Hiram's in a really good position to become the redemption arc dad yes yeah well that's what i'm really hoping for season four like, I just, uh, but I mean, the thing is, like, I just finished watching Avatar The Last Airbender again because it's quarantine time. Yes. And, like, that's a great example of how to do a redemption art with somebody who's pretty shitty. Yes. All yeah. around. And, like, I feel like Hiram can be in the same position. And I think it's just they always frame him to be so emotionally manipulative that you're almost like, well, at this point, is he really worth redeeming? And then they're like, nah, he had to be. But I feel like they needed to start that redemption arc this season. Yeah, they really did. Because, like, in season two, he was, like, a bad, like, the worst one. And then he got worse. We knew he was the one who caused everything. So it made sense. But now it's like, well, he still cause everything. Yeah, I know. He's caused everything. So it's like, okay, how much do we really want him to be a good guy? Yeah. I might, but also, like, it would make more sense to start it now because in season two, we got to see what it happens when a dad goes all the way bad. He becomes serial killer dad. There's really, it's like, how do you top? So, like, before he had a dad who's murdered uh, his son. In the first season. Then we have a dad who's murdered everybody in the second season. But Hiram so like, has even... also murdered people. And he hired yeah. murder. But it's like, I feel like that's why in season three, it's set up that they needed to not have him be the villain. But actually, and this is why they were like, nah, Penelope was. But like, I feel like this is where the issue was, is they needed to start setting up maybe. I think it's because like they did frame this. This is like pinnacle where he starts understanding. Like he needs to like start realizing he's losing Ron. And he's like, but I actually love you and I want you to be safe. Yes. I don't know. I think they're going to have to do that next season, though, because if Hermione's leaving the show, then they're going to have to make, like, she's going to have, something has to change. Because the thing is, we can't see the same thing forever. You know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Like, some shit's got to change. Yeah, but I think it's just going to be Hermosa. Oh, yeah. Hermosa. Hermosa's going to turn into Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> mommy like sister. All she ever wanted was to be Ron's mom. <laughs> and she's a private detective, too. It's great. Yeah, she's everything Ron needs in a mom. 
Yeah, even though Veronica's like, I hate you, Hiram's like, you know, yes. I'm still with you because you're family. <laughs> mm. And Ron's like, I don't need you. Get out. Yeah, get yeah. out of my space. My only note I had for this was like, the show was written by a bunch of monkeys. Yes. <laughs> all I have. This is a, like, I don't know, man. We'll come back during yeah. the break. Bad. Hello! Hi! Welcome to the break, but we're going to take this break to tell you about TV Co. Have you ever just wanted to lie, watch us live and yeah. but never had a chance? Yeah. Have you ever wanted to let us know your favorite moments from the episode or who your MVP is? Have you ever screamed at us through your phone <laughs> because you're listening to us on a podcast and you can't get through? Well... well. Now we have a solution for all of these things. We are on an app. Uh, TV Co. is a live stream app for TV fan communities to engage uh, with that community. (laughs) Yeah. You ever wanted to be like, cool, I want to connect with all my friends and Big Brother and talk about all the contestants. This app is for you. Yeah. You ever watched Love Island and you were like, ooh, these are steamy. I need to post about this. You can post about it. Yeah. You can like, you can comment, you can follow. You can follow us at Riverdale Root Dudes. We do a live stream of all the episodes of season four, the current season that's airing right now, every Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Wait, what was that? Every Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we do a live stream. At every Thursday, (laughs) 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Where do we do this again? Oh, in Chris's house. On TV (laughs) (laughs) Co-op. Wow, Bridget got really specific there. Yeah. Please don't follow us to Chris's house. No, please don't. But please follow us on the TV Co app. Yes, that's uh, download the TV Co app onto your smart smart device. Wherever you download your apps, Apple apps, Google apps, app apps, Happy Hour, Happy Hour with a Riverdale Road Dudes yeah. on TV Co every yeah. Thursday at eight PM Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. See you there. See you there. Back to the episode. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's here. We have merch. 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 Yeah, if you go to tpublic.com slash rude dude, you can find all of our merch. So you want to rep your favorite Hamilton moment. Yeah. You want to be a baddie yaddy? Yeah. Go for it. You want to be a bisexual king? Yes. Go for it. Uh, Do you rep your... argue in front of your salad? Yeah. Yes. Not in front of my salad. Not in front of no. my salad. Yeah. If you think Archie's a bad friend and you want to, or you just want to be a rude dude, uh, you can go to our T Public site and uh, all of our designs are up there. We're going to upload more. Uh, we have seven up there right now. Uh, you can get anything from t-shirts to hoodies Yay. to tote bags to phone cases to mugs. Yes, you get, get a mug, baby. Stuff. Drink out of our Rude Dude. Drink your exactly. coffee. So uh, go to tpublic.com slash Rude Dude and get uh, all your merch there. Yeah. Uh, and do that. And we're back. Yay! Great, yeah, and then we cut to casino night, and it's booming. Yeah, and then Ron's just drinking that weird fucking drink. What is a mocktail martini? What is in this drink? I know. What is what was Ron handed? What what is she drinking? I mean, I'm gonna throw it out there. Probably, I'm gonna guess just some lime juice. What is in it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Reggie's got fun pants on, yep. which is very fun. Yeah, it's because he was risky business before. But now he's all plaid I business. I love Reggie. I don't know. Oh, he's hot. He's fun. He's like, yeah, he's wild. Yeah. Troubled. <laughs> he's got it all. Yeah. But Reggie goes over and tells Ron that Elio might be cheating. And Ron's like, oh, don't worry. I got this. And then like saunters over to him and like cash out now or else. And he's like, Pfft. What are you going to do? You have no family behind you. And Ron's like, oh, I'll get you. And then uh, puts up the deed to pops against him in a one hand. Uh, Winner take all. I know. And I was like, like, so was all she right. just holding the deed with her at all times? Like, where is she keeping it? In her clutch? That's what, like, yeah, she always puts it in her bra. That's where she keeps it. <laughs> she keeps. Is that what she's using to stuff her bra? Is her, like... She's like mm. her, all her deeds all to all these establishments. Yeah. Oh yeah, she keeps all her bra, which is where I keep mine. The deeds to all of my yeah. all her properties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, not gonna lie. If I go shuffling in there right now, let's see. Um, oh, oh yeah, my birth certificate. There. We go. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> and uh, oh, my health card, my I SIN number. Your, uh, I got two fake passports in mine. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, it's the ultimate booby trap, you know? Isn't it just? Yeah, but then they play, play a hand, Elio gets 20, and Ron gets 19. And Elio's like, you know, I might change the name to Ron's. And he, she's like, fuck you, hit me. <laughs> and then it pulls out a two, and she wins! And Elio's like, that's impossible! <laughs> and Ron's like, it's not possible. It's science. And there for a second, I was blah, like, oh blah, my blah. gosh, she counted the card. She actually has a skill set that she brought that nobody knew because you don't fuck with her. Could you imagine? I was so excited for her for a yeah. sec. I was like, yes, she's going to. I mean, actually, you know what? I'll retract that. Yeah. She does have a significantly good skill set of setting men on fire. Yes. She she's very good, actually, at beating yes. men like at their own game. That is true. Good for her. Good for Ron. I'll give oh, her yeah. that. Oh, yeah. She's very smart. Oh, but I also wrote that, yeah. like, at this point, Ron won because she had the heart of the cards. <laughs> and at this point, I can't wait for the Ron <laughs> in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Exodia! Oh, no! Literally. And destroys evil Kaiba. I cannot <laughs> wait to see Ron take Battle City. Yeah. And she has to go defeat Merrick on top of the Battle job, Tower. Oh, my God. Ron just sentenced men to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just excited for that. That weird uh, spinoff right before the finale. Oh, well, yeah, where they go into a digital world. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah, like, what? How they get away with this? <laughs> and then Seto Kaira programmed the princess character after his younger brother. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so great. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Seto Kaiba's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love oh, shape, that's that. in the shape of a dragon. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, if like Higher Lodge was Seto Kaiba, this would be a, such a better show. Oh, yeah. 100%. Cut to Ron. She's win the, she yep. won the night, and her businesses are in yes. the black. And Ron also tells Reggie that her father came up with this whole plan, which is kind of upsetting. I really wish she had come up with this honor. I own. know. I'm, like, very upset that, like, she's still dealing with that fucking loser. Yeah, because Hiram did go over and warn her in Pops. They didn't need this external scene of, like, Ron going over again to hear his plan. It could have been, like, Hiram Hiram lets her know. I think this would have been really fun if we had, like, a flashback to little Ron. Yes. We yeah. never <laughs> want to see little Ron. It's not fair. And, Give us little Ron. And like, it's like a, like, a, like a cut of little Ron learning how to count cards, and then it just, like, flashes forward. I want to see, but I want to <laughs> <laughs> see Ron, like just like dressed in um like in her pearls you know as a little girl like a gothic what? doll learning to count cards and then Hiram always telling her just so you know Miha the house always wins and yes. you're like oh that's you know I better writing I'm just saying well it just sucks because I know we're all we're always yeah. gonna see fucking Betty and Archie as little ones we never get to see the others as little ones it's not fair Give oh, me also, um, I want to see Lil Jug. I know we haven't done this section in a while, but I just realized if this was Glee. Oh, yay! Oh, <gasps> my God. This would be the moment where she could sing Poker Face. Yes. yes. Yeah, but I've already just like, oh, my God, that's so smart. I'm not smart like that. That's so smart. That's a smart plan. <laughs> and Ron's like, all right, like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. But also, good. For, you know what? I don't think... Like Archie would ever commend her for being smart. You know what I mean? Archie doesn't know how to com- Archie doesn't know how to like give compliments to women that are not about their looks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he probably just like shame her a little. No, you yeah. Know? He'd be like, "Oh, Ron, you know how to play cards? I, that's cool, I guess. I don't know how to do anything." He's never ever thanked Ron for yeah. anything she's done for him, which is a million things. Like, hello, Betty. He's never for some reason. He's still into Betty, even though he's never said a nice thing to Betty ever. <laughs> the biggest fuckboy mm-hmm. to Betty, so yeah. And then Ron opens up Pops, and Pops like, I don't like crime, and neither should you. And Ron's like, my dad ain't so bad. And Pops like, I don't know. He fucking chopped up Manetta <laughs> like into a thousand pieces. And Ron's like, oh, yep, nope, he's bad. Forgot. Sorry, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> that wasn't him. It wasn't him. Guess what? It's your mom. Yeah. Your mom shot him in the head. And then chopped him up into little pieces and scattered him all over a marsh. What the fuck? Yeah. I feel like Hermione must have really loved The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Much like Bridget, the cops yeah. came for Hermione uh, yeah. that day. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute. Hmm. I get where she's coming from. Or, or maybe she thought that Mineta fucked with cats. And that's oh it. Oh, my God. <gasps> you don't fuck with cats. Ah! 
That's the uh, that's uh, you know they're missing yeah. a G. It's Minata. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his name, Luca Minetta. And then we get into the third storyline, which is the best storyline because it's yeah, Betty. Betty, Betty. It's Betty, Betty's Betty. turn, oh. and she's stuck it, in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Another thing we missed out on the Ron um, storyline. We didn't get a Ron inner monologue. Yes, I know. Who wrote this episode. We never get Ron monologues. It's so mean. Yeah, but we don't even get a Jughead intro or outro. But Jughead actually does the narrating, right? So we know what he's thinking. We never get to see what Ron's thinking. They never give us what we really want. That's true. And it's just like, doesn't make sense if you're writing three separate stories. That would be the thorough line, right? If you have two stories where there's already inner, like there's a lot more inner monologue for Betty right now. But like Jughead had his open and ending narration too, right? And then Betty has her open and ending narration. So like Ron should have had it. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's just bad writing. Maybe because Betty's in the Sisters of Quiet Mercy and that's why she gets like in her monologue because who is she going to talk to? Fucking Ethel? Like, God. <laughs> Not me. Not I. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. But Not I me. Think, I don't know. It just shows that like they had the beginning of the episode. It should have, yeah. Having an inner monologue. In the end of the episode, a character having an inner monologue. I think and then it's Ron. unfair because you really do see who they really like. And I do think it's kind of, it kind of is unfair. I mean, I know that the writers are getting a lot of hate right now. So I really on on Twitter. So I really do feel bad for all of them. It is a scary time for them. And it's not their fault. Why? Because they're trying to ship Barchie. Well, no, why. I know. They're trying to ship Barchie and it is a little bit crazy. But I mean, like the writers are literally getting like uh, attacked. So I feel really bad for them. They're just writing for a show. Like, chill out. Really? Yeah, like, it's getting really, really bad. Um, they're just writing for yeah. a show. Like, calm the fuck down. I will say, obviously, we are not a Barchi podcast. Fuck Barchi. Um, but, uh, but we do. But yes, there are no. care, But we do love all the characters singularly. Like, we do, we do love them all, like, on their own. And I'm really just suggesting what would make this a better show because clearly there's some prep. There's so much good. There's so much there. Exactly. And then they decide not to do it. And it is kind of shitty that you do. Yeah. You can tell who they like the most. And it is kind of shitty that Ron gets the shitty end of the stick. Yeah. I mean, then let's like really dig, dig deep into it. Like all of the women of color characters kind <laughs> of get the stick, right? right? Well, like it's, I mean, it's really not a good look. It's True. not a good look. Ashley it's Murray. Very lucky that Ashley Murray got to be on a new show where she's a starring lead because she deserved it. And yeah, she deserved wholeheartedly. it wholeheartedly. And it really does suck that Veronica always gets the real shit end and she gets to have the same fucking storyline for four seasons. Like, enough. Let's see her do something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, I would have loved to just see Ron trying to run a board game cafe. Right? <laughs> give, give us that. Because I think that would be really fun and a fun way to tie her into the story. Because what's happening is these characters are all separate, right? Except they have the man in black that's connecting them. But like... Um, it would be a fun way where she's like, well, I need to capitalize on these kids playing board games. So I'm going to start mm -hmm. a board game night at the speakeasy. And then that's what mm -hmm. gets her drawn into the Dungeons and Gargoyles. I always yeah. get it wrong. I was just remembering that I wrote uh, that like the Riverdale writers wrote like name your favorite Instagram, uh, name your favorite Archie character and Katie Keene character like together. And they said Katie Keene and Veronica. And I was like, bro, what? Because you guys hate Veronica. What are you talking about? You never give her anything yeah. to do. You guys are like the worst to her. What are you talking about? Poor Camilla Mendes. Maybe it's because they give her the most songs. And they're Maybe. like, give her songs though. It just sucks because I really do like Veronica. I mean, obviously. I like all the characters. I really do like them. There's only... Yeah. I mean, who do I not like? Nobody, really. I mean, except for like maybe Penny Peabody. But like that bitch is dead. She got side. So like... <laughs> <laughs> She got side. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. No, like fuck. Well, now back to our favorite character, which is Betty. Yeah, uh, she's taking a Rorschach test and clearly lying about all the answers. Oh my god! Like Betty's just like, trying to get out of here, man. Like let her go. I know, mm -hmm. like badly. But even Woodhouse is like, okay, I'm not buying any of this. Well, because like, she's just like I. She obviously only sees murderers. She only knows murder. <laughs> she's like dead body. Dead body, dead body, dead body, dead body, my dad, who's a serial killer next to a dead body. <laughs> that family trip we once took to Yellowstone where my dad threw a body into the geyser. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> just gets like more, yeah. more and more graphic details of how her whole life is just surrounded by murder. Oh, yeah. But then she's now she's in line for her candy and it's fizzle rocks, you know, the drug kind. Right? The drug kind. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the she's even like, she's what the getting? fuck is going on? And but on the other side, she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much for my candy. And then heads back to her room and immediately just throws it out. Oh like, my gosh, if wild. I was her, I would have like figured out how to, what's the mo- inner monetary system? Because obviously they must trade shit for that candy, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yes. So I would probably just give it away, be like, hey, you want Probably little friends? G&G cards though, and she doesn't really want that. I think that Betty just wants to get these kids out, so she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do, man. Yeah. Like, but how do I, I mean, save these kids? Well, no, she just wants to get the fuck out at this point, but she just wants to leave. But speaking of friends, Ethel comes in, which fuck. Uh, <laughs> well, friends. Ethel yeah. comes in and Betty's just like, Fuck no. I know. Like, <laughs> I know. Immediately Betty's like, I hate this. I hate Yeah. This. And then Ethel puts up her vision board and Betty's just like, no, Oh my god, it's so not, crazy. It's so creepy. Like the fact that she split oh her face in half and put a gargoyle on the other half, I was like, I, I don't know about Ethel. <laughs> but also I, I admire hate her creativity and her spirit. And I think she's really yeah. going places with that vision board. You know what? She's got craft skills. I'll tell you Listen, that. Honestly. She's super crafty. She also can sing really well. And they never let her sing. It's really kind of mean. Yeah, but then Ethel also lies about going to see the Gargoyle King. And she's like, yeah, we're basically fucking at this point. And it's like, ew, gross. I know. She's like, you have a yeah, splinter? Are you okay? The Gargoyle King, we fuck. Also, yeah. like, you remember that sex bunker? Like, uh, who I fucked think, in there. Yeah, I made it the sex bunker. What do you think that smell was when you guys like took it over? I yeah. fucked Dilton. I fucked Ben. I fucked that little boy yeah. that I, hid under the cot. I fucked that. Oh little no! Boy. I also oh no! For Bridget. sure, I fucked the gargoyle king. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Jason Blossom? <laughs> I know how to. I know how to get past all those little twigs. Yep. The more you yep. think about it, the more you're like, Jesus, Ethel, you're um. Ethel's a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> a wild card, yeah. But about Betty's just like, oh, you've seen the Gargoyle King? Tell me more. And then she's like, oh, please. Woodhouse has to introduce you. It's my secret. And don't steal it from me. And Betty's like, oh, you tell Jughead. And Ethel's like, oh, Jughead and I are, like, together. Maybe you should stop even talking to him. Because, like, we're totally together. And you should just believe me. And Betty's like, no, you blackmailed him into kissing yeah, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Then, Betty starts laughing. She's like, "LOL." And so, yeah, like, uh, for your information, no. Ethel, I brought this. I smuggled this tape recorder in, and let me just uh, play it for you. <laughs> I never loved you. Uh, I never loved you. I never loved you. Just in case you were wondering, Ethel, um, my pussy's bomb as hell. Yeah. So. Oh, look! Yeah. Oops, my finger. It uh, has jammed the button. <laughs> now I'm just gonna put it here between uh, us. <laughs> I never loved you. I never loved you. I I never loved you. Yeah. Oh, dear. But then Ethel gets so mad. She's like, fuck you, Betty. <laughs> like, fuck you. What's in the trash? Oh, it's the sweet, sweet candy. And then Betty's like, Ethel, we can be friends. It's fine. I'll be your friend. And then Ethel's like, okay, Ethel. we'll be friends. But take your drugs. Drugs are good. Bye. And also like, destroy that tape recorder. We love drugs. We love drugs. Do you guys know that we love drugs? Yeah. But not yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to actually destroy like um, years and years of evidence and collecting in the, um, you know, the, the general uh, um, credibility of a Massachusetts uh, criminal forensics lab. We don't love them that yeah. much. <laughs> then we cut to Betty t- tending to the rose garden, and then Betty sees a maple truck delivery with Claudius, and she's like, "Wait a minute, we don't have maple she's syrup like, I here." I know that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that fuck. I know that fucking guy. He's my fucking uncle. Yeah, guess he's still selling that maple. And then Hiram shows up, and he takes an envelope from Sister Woodhouse, and Betty's like, "What's happening over there?" And then some random uh, Sisters of Quiet Mercy orphan is just like, "That's the man in black." He's amazing. He gives us our treats. And Betty's like, ugh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> he gives us candy. She's like, what the fuck? No, thanks. It's like, you. do you know, know that's Hiram Lodge, right? <laughs> but I Betty's immediately just like, oh, 
Hiram's supplying all the drugs. That makes sense. Like, immediately just gets it. She's like, yeah, like, it's not hard to make a leap of this nature. <laughs> then comes to Betty running through the halls, just trying to find the envelope. And then she comes up to the Gargoyle King's chambers. And then a young girl screams and she hides as Sister Woodhouse drags a traumatized child out of the chamber. And Betty's like, what the fuck? And then goes in there. And then Ethel's like, well, what are you doing here? And Betty's like, chill the fuck out, Ethel. I'm just trying to find the infirmary. And she's like, oh, Betty. Only the infirmed go to the infirmary. <laughs> back to our rooms while I watch. I'll watch you go back to our room. <laughs> like I know. Ugh. Fuck you, Ethel. I know. Eat shit. And then Betty, we're, Betty's in the common room, and she's like, "I need to get. I need to get the only tool I know how, a bobby pin." And then Ethel's like, "Betty, come join our G and G game." And then Betty's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get infirmed, all right." And then goes up and just rips Ethel apart. And Ethel's like. Oh, I know. Uh, you think you're, uh, I'm a hot shit here. And Betty's like, you're fucking nothing. <laughs> like, get out of my face. Yes. I'm hot shit here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then I love Betty just like fakes a seizure to get into the infirmary, which is like, yeah. Also very convincing seizure. Very convincing mm -hmm. seizure. Just thinking of like the ab control to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not great. She has core strength. Probably during uh, yes. Hustlers. Uh, yes. Probably got it during yeah, Hustlers. Yeah, I got that from Hustlers. Yeah. And then we cut to Betty. She makes it into the infirmary and finds the filing cabinet. And then she breaks into it with the paperclip. Uh, and then she finds her file and she reads through it. And she finds out that she's being drugged by Hiram. Of also, like, Hiram's like, oh, Betty's here? Eh, give her more drugs. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, absolutely. Of course he said that. Yeah. Because he knows that she, him, her and Jughead are the smart ones. So she's like, ugh. And then Betty's like, okay, I'm getting out of here. I got the proof I need. And then she runs down to the basement and finds the door that Ron and Tony used to break Cheryl yeah, out of the all sisters. all the gays use. Yeah, all the gays use. This is the gay tunnel. This is, this is the biggest gay hole. Yeah, but then Betty makes it to the gay door and then she finds out that it's been bricked up and she's like, <gasps> okay. Well, because they're like, ew, gays. Yeah. We gotta stop this. Stop gay. And door. then you're like, well, Betty, you reaped what you sow. You all knew those poor children were being converted and you chose to do nothing. It's very true. Like, she chose to not get them out of there, even though Kevin was fucking so many of them. He could have helped get them out of there. Oh, yeah. Kevin could have helped everybody. Also, she had access to, like, the mom. Mm-hmm. This is like she had... Oh, they're Sorry. all dicks. Yeah. Yeah, but the door's bricked up, and Ethel comes in with Woodhouse, and she's like, I'm a little tattler who loves to tattle on all my little friends. And Absolutely. it's like, Betty's like, oh, you fucking tattling little bitch. And she's like, I never loved you, as they start, like, pulling her away and trying to shove drugs down her throat. I never loved you, Ethel. I never loved you. I never loved you. I never loved you. I never loved you. She just keeps repeating it. I know. And yeah. like, stop her. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop saying that to me. It's so mean. Oh, yeah. But then Woodhouse is like, you're not taking your candy. So then she just forces drugs down Betty's throat. And Ethel says a little prayer. And Betty gets taken to the Gargoyle King's chambers. And she's just forced in there and starts screaming. It's because she like, starts hearing the noise. Yes. Angelical cats. And she's just like. Why is she still talking to me at the screen? Did you? Oh my god! It's <laughs> <laughs> just like yes. cutting back like every yeah. Yeah. like ten minutes, her just screaming in a different traumatized way. Yes. <laughs> and then instead of the end of like Sister Woodhouse being like, "Do you have anything to say?" She's like, "No, I'll hail the Gargoyle King." It's just Idris Elba as a cat behind her. <laughs> ah, that's great. Honestly, hottest. Sounds good to me. The hottest thing that yeah. I would ever happen on the I'm show. I'm just saying this is very eerily to my experience. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, it sounds really good if you want to be real about it. <laughs> That's amazing. And we cut to the last shot where Betty retakes the Rorschach test, all drugged up, and just answers, dead man, dead man, dead man. And she's like, very good. And the Gargoyle yeah. King's just standing behind Sister Woodhouse. And then she starts I saying know. a little prayer. Betty starts saying the prayer. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck, Betty? Like, ugh. Betty, shush up. Shush up. But guys, Betty, be strong. that's the end of the episode. Wowee. That's the end of the episode. There's a lot going what on. Episode. End of the episode. What a fun episode, guys. A lot actually happened great. in this episode. Yes. A lot happens. Yeah. yeah I got my MVP. My MVP is Reggie because he uh, uh, supported okay, Ron yes. during this difficult time. Yeah. And he had 
Great pants, I will say. Yeah, my favorite moment probably was uh, Archie getting shaved at the beginning of the episode. Yes, <laughs> which yes, I cannot believe that this was the same episode where Archie did that. Like, I'm like, the journey in this episode, I feel like so much happened. And I'm like, right, Archie got shaved by a stranger when he had no facial hair to begin with. What a great, great wild time. All right, Candice? Okay, so my MVP, uh, I think it's Jughead. Because I think he tried his best to do what he had come to do. And he tried to say, Archie, stop this. And Archie was like, nah, go be dumb. And so he was like, eh, that's normal, Archie. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> and so that that happened. Uh, my favorite moment of this episode. Uh, I think it's when Betty just absolutely wrecks Ethel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. That that's was so my favorite fun. part. I love I love all the parts where Betty just fucking ruins Ethel. It's great. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, yes. Bridget. Um, my MVP. <laughs> is it weird to say Hiram because he's, he's everywhere <laughs> no, in this episode? Right. He is. <laughs> no, it's never. And he's also doing his best. Yeah, yeah. like all to the point you're like, did he do this all in like? If it's all temporally at the same time, he did this all in one afternoon. Like, like, good for yeah. him is what I have to say. About Followed it. up in the next town over, gave some reasonable help to his daughter. Sure, it was conditional. Yeah, and then he de- yeah. delivered some drugs to some kids. He's a busy man. <laughs> He is a busy I like man. You're Betty's right. also a good MVP. She was very fun and resourceful this episode. Also, it's nice to know that her inner thoughts are the most foul compared to everyone else. Like she swears like a little sailor compared to everyone else. Yeah, she's Eat my dirty, stinky little she's shit. Got such a little potty mouth, and it makes me really laugh hard. I'm about it. My favorite moment is Betty being like, "Things can't possibly get any worse." And here comes Ethel with her vision ah! board. Uh- <laughs> yes, I know this fucking vision oh, like God, nothing yeah. is worse. Yeah, but she's like, yucky, "There's no mucky. way." Bet- like the best nightmare they could come up with is Ethel here to explain her vision board for her D and D character. Yes, and then also. Her being like, Jughead and I are in love, so yikes, Betty. And Betty's like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, <sighs> I know that's a lie, you shit. idiot. I'm going to fucking fight her. Very fun. Oh, yeah. Holy moly, is that our girl Ethel crazy pants? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ethel's nuts. Ethel doesn't even get less crazy. That's the worst part about it. I know. All right, guys, well, that's the end of the episode. Uh, hopefully this, yeah, we did it. Yeah. this next quarantine experiment worked out and it's all going to be cut together. Yeah. Yeah. We're on, we're going to be on episode eight of season three. Which I think is the quarantine. Yeah. It's our quarantine episode. Oh, we're starting quarantine now. Yeah. So it's season three, episode eight, outbreak. Just like We us. finally get to meet Gladys and Jellybean. We go into quarantine. Yeah. Now we're going to really learn, is this a truthful quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> And I think the answer is... Because I'm going to let you know, that quarantine lasted one episode. One fucking episode. And it was a hoax. And it was a hoax. It was a hoax. It was a drunking hoax. But we did get to see Vixens all uh, faint together, which is very funny. That is fun. I did for, I did forget about all of these seizures. Every seizure yes. everybody has. Very fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels so like, look seizures. under your chair. You get a, get seizure, a seizure. And you get a seizure. And, you and then Veronica has to run. Because they're like, yeah, that's one of the ones that was affected. Fucking get out of there. Run, Veronica, run. <laughs> yeah. And she runs away. She yeah. Possibly infecting everyone as she goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. For she gets sure. gone. I can't wait with our like now open pandemic eyes and how we're going to approach this weird, <sighs> weird quarantine episode. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, we hope you're all staying safe during quarantine. And we'll see you next week for season three, episode eight outbreak all right until then bye bye, bye. riverdale rooties is hosted by bridget can candace speaks and chris middleton you can find us on all social media at rd riverdale if you want to support us you can follow us on patreon.com slash rd riverdale if you want to send us an email you can send us an email at riverdale root dudes at gmail.com you better do it 